Yo, 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 what's going on? What's going on, everybody? Pastor LaMarcus here with another episode of Own Your Mark. So excited to be getting on our marks together today uh, as we're coming with uh, a new episode here of Triggered by the Truth, talking about the idea of loyalty. We've been dealing with this idea of loyalty for uh, a few uh, episodes here now. We, we kind of did some overview on loyalty, and, uh, and then we talked about specifically loyalty on the job. Um, today in our Triggered by the Truth uh, series, we want to talk a little bit more about loyalty, but specifically as it relates to people. Um, and, and man, this is one of those triggered, really, really triggered by the truth type of podcast here. And I, I really want you guys to, to stay with me, um, give me some grace and, and, and a little bit of, uh, uh, a little bit, be, be patient with me a little bit as, as we try to lay some of these things out. And, and the main reason for that is, um, you know, our goal is always to, to lay out the truth. Our goal is to, um, See where we are with God, where we fit with His, uh, His ideas, His words, His um, His decrees, and make sure that we are lining up with that. And one of the the points of the podcast is to kind of give some practical understanding and application uh, of the Word of God to our individual lives. Like we want to live according to what God is calling us to live. Um, and the Bible declares that we shall know the truth, and the truth shall set us free. And really, the reason I, I feel God laid this whole idea of triggered by the truth. Uh, on on my heart is so we can kind of understand and learn better what's real, what's true according to God's word, so we can align our lives to that. Because otherwise, we're being hindered, we're being trapped, we're being imprisoned um, by some things that's that's not not true. Um, and, and so we want to deal with what's really true uh, and how we can go about applying that real truth to our lives, so that we are in fact uh, free. And uh, I believe it was Pharrell who made the, the statement that the truth will set you free, but first it'll piss you off. Uh, and I just want to just acknowledge that sometimes, man, dealing with uh, the, the truth of what's really there uh, can be unsettling. It can be frustrating. It, it can kind of make you angry, but we need to deal with it so that we can, in fact, be set free. So with that understanding, man, I want to dive in here uh, just about the whole idea of uh being triggered by the truth, the aspect of loyalty uh, and how it uh, applies to us specifically as we're dealing with people. Now, we, we've talked about this before and just kind of the the founding idea behind this whole idea of loyalty. And and again, loyalty is it really speaks to the idea of priority. Um, I, I think I made the statement in, in one of the first podcasts that uh, the only person who who gets the only person who deserves the only person who should have our uh, uninterrupted, undivided, complete loyalty is God. After God, everybody else, it is conditional and fluid. The only unconditional loyalty is to God. Now, I know there's a whole lot of questions about, well, well, what about my wife? Or what about my mom and my dad? They were there for me. What about this person? What about that person? Again, the only person that is due unconditional loyalty is God himself. And I believe that what we'll find if we are, if we're honest with ourselves and, and we really let 
uh, unconditional loyalty to God play itself out, what we'll find is when we are unconditionally loyal to God, everybody else gets exactly what they are supposed to have. Um, nothing more, nothing less. They get the proper loyalty because our first and first loyalty is to God. And when we do it that way, we make sure that we're in line. We're going to dive in a little bit deeper on that because we're going to talk today about the idea of loyalty as it relates to people. I think the past episode we did loyalty on the job and how we need to make sure uh, that our best work and our first work is unto the Lord, that we work as unto the Lord and not as unto men. And when we do that, then our loyalties can stay with God. And then we don't have to be overworked. We don't have to be underworked. Everything can be the way it's supposed to be. I think I mentioned on that podcast too, there's some really funny skits and sketches out there on uh, social media with kind of how interactions with the job and employees and employers. And uh, I think I said it was Victoria. Actually, the, the young lady's name is Veronica, I believe. And just some hilarious skits. And I, I certainly would encourage you to go look at them because they're they're telling a lot of them a lot of the truth behind them is so potent and it's done in a in a kind of uh, in a very funny um funny way so i i certainly recommend that but it fits right in line with what we were talking about about loyalty on the job uh last uh, on our last podcast today though man i want to talk about loyalty as it relates to loyalty to people and again first loyalty belongs to God, he is for priority. You shall have no other gods before me. Exodus chapter 20, verse three, you shall have no other gods before me in my face around me. I am all, I see all. There's no place you can go where I'm not, where it's not before my face. So don't bring other gods. Keep me priority one. Um, a lot of people, for whatever reason, have a, have a problem with that. My, my, rebuttal to anybody that would have a problem to God being number one is if you keep the main thing, the main thing, then everything else will by definition and by default work out. If we keep God number one, then he'll ensure that everybody else is in the proper place in our life. Um, this idea, man, of of loyalty to uh, to people, I'm amazed at how many movies um, are are made based on the premise of a I mean, I hate to say it like this, but it's true. Uh, a deadbeat uh, child or a deadbeat parent or over loyalty to a father or over loyalty to a mother. There's so many movies that the the child is out of order. And now the parents um, are, are going overboard to, to protect a, a child. They put the child in a wrong place or there's an older brother and a younger son. And because the older brother feels like he had to take care of the, the younger son. The younger son is just wilding out and just doing all kinds of things. And the older brother is doing all these different things, trying to protect. I just kind of crazy movies where you'll see uh, a younger son uh, just just go through a community and just just wipe out people, kill person after person after person. And then somebody do something to the younger son. And then the older brother or the father have to take out vengeance. And the whole time I'm sitting there like, look at all the stuff that they've done. But but I think there's the this underlying idea there that we really need to deal with, with this over loyalty to people. Now, that doesn't mean you don't love people. Right. It doesn't mean you don't protect people. It doesn't mean you don't serve and, and go out of your way to be generous and to be kind. But there has to come a point where your love can't be going out of your way to make sure they get what they need or make sure they get off or make sure everything is fine for them. at some point you got to call them to the to the table and be like hey you, you're wilding out here man we 
You can't expect me to just come to the rescue because you're doing all of these kind of crazy off the wall things. But I think the whole idea behind those movies and, and, and some of the, the reason they're so appealing to us is because deep down we kind of get and understand this idea of being overly loyal to people or having this misplaced loyalty. I made this statement on um, on a couple of podcasts uh, a, a while ago. And I, and I think it's so relevant and it means so much in so many different scenarios. But but I said this and, and I'll say it again here. The best thing that you can do for people is to put them in their place. The absolute best thing you can do for people is put them in their place. Now, that doesn't mean put them in a place that they don't belong. They belong in a certain place. If I am a child, then my mom belongs in a certain place of respect and honor. However, that place of respect and honor, if I'm a child, does not put my mom at a space above God. As a matter of fact, that place of respect and honor does not even put my mom in a place above my wife if I'm married. So, so everybody has a slot in a place where they need to be placed in. And the absolute best thing I can do for that person is to put them in their place and keep them in their place. When I let people get out of outside of their place, that's when things start to go crazy and when things start to go wrong and when things start to, to fall by the wayside and you see all these dysfunctions and these crazy things and we have this misplaced loyalty to certain people in the family and then all of a sudden now everybody in the family has to hide um, this issue or has to hide that issue and has to keep this issue under wraps and has to keep that issue under wraps. And man, it's just traumatizing people in the family and all kind of things are going bad because we're so busy being over loyal to this person who doesn't deserve that type of loyalty that now is causing me issues and it's causing my family issues. And now Trump trauma is just running rampant within the family. And a lot of reasons that we see that happen is because we're being loyal to the wrong person. Loyalty first belongs to God. We are to have nobody above him. Jesus says something interesting that, that I want to deal with because I think it's uh, a very relevant to this discussion. Um, Jesus was talking to a large crowd, and uh, this is uh, Luke um, chapter 14, verse 25 uh, and following. He's talking to a large crowd, and everybody is kind of... Um, kind of collecting around him and everybody's coming up. And he says this to the crowd that's traveling uh, with him. He turned and said, if anyone comes to me and does not hate father and mother, wife, children, brother and sister, yes, even their own life, such a person cannot be my disciple. Let me read that again. If anyone comes to me and does not hate Father and mother, wife and children, brothers and sisters, yes, even their own life, such a person cannot be my disciple. Now, I know when we hear that, uh, it, it throws us for a loop. Like, wait a minute, man, my mom been there for me. Or my, you know, I, I, I was, I had these situations and these circumstances and my brother was right there for me. And, and, you know, I just got married and I love my spouse and, and all, we have all these kind of visceral reactions to the idea that Jesus is saying, if, if you're going to follow after me, then this is what's required. But, but I think the reason we have those reactions is because we don't perhaps really understand who Jesus is. We don't really grasp the gravity 
of the fact that this is the son of God. This is God in flesh. This is God incarnate. This is almighty ruler. This is the one who was at the beginning when everything was created and himself who created all these things before me. This is the one that has come to take my place on the cross and die in my place that at death, I don't have to die and be done and be gone and be doomed. I can now have life. This is the one that has changed everything on my behalf. And we have to ask ourselves a serious question here. If this is the almighty ruler of the universe, if this is the one who stepped out of nothing into nothing and created all things, if this is the one who upholds the earth and the world and everything in it by the power of his word, if this is the almighty, if this is the all powerful, if this is, if he is who he says he is, then who are we to question that we got to put him above everybody else? And I think we got to really come to grips with that because Jesus is not saying here that, hey, I need you to, to prefer me over everybody else because I'm somebody who think I'm somebody. No, no, that's not what he's saying. He's not saying I need you to prefer me over everybody else because I have a big ego. He's not saying I need you to prefer me over everybody else because I'm prideful. No, we're misunderstanding what he's asking. What he's saying is, if you know who I am, and if you understand what I've come to do, and if you truly want what I am offering, then it only stands to reason that you put me first in your life. It only stands to reason that I am number one. It only stands to reason that I am priority. Now, we got a, we have a problem with the word hate and all that stuff. Well, what do you mean I have to hate my mama and my dad and my brother? No, 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 no. You, you got to understand, this is not a hate in the sense of the opposite of love. This is a comparative type of thing. This is saying there is priority in my life. And, and what Jesus is saying is, if I'm not priority one, then then you're not really my disciple. If 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 your mom is priority one, then you're her disciple. If your dad is priority one, then you're his disciple. If if your your brother, your sister, your wife, if they're priority one, then you're their disciple. If you want to be my disciple, then I have to be priority one. But but here's another thing I think we completely miss in this whole idea of having to put Jesus one, having to put him as priority, having to keep God on the throne. I, I think this is the thing we completely miss. Jesus is not asking us to do something selfish for him. He's asking us to do the thing that is the best thing for us. He knows that if we make him number one, it is going to make everything else in our life the best it can possibly be for us. So, so what he's really saying is, if you want to be my disciple, the best thing you can do for you is to make sure I'm number one in your life because that is going to be the best thing for you. That's going to be the best thing for your father and mother. That's going to be the best thing for your wife. That's going to be the best thing for your children. That's going to be the best thing for your brothers and sisters. And, and way too often we look at the, the negative side of, well, I got to hate and I got to, I got, no, 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 no. You don't have to hate anything or anyone. You have to prioritize the priority. 
You have to make the number one thing the number one thing. You have to keep the main thing the main thing. You have to put things in their proper place. And that's really all Jesus is saying here. If you're going to be in my disciple, if you're going to be my disciple, then you have to put people in the right place and you have to make sure I'm in the right place. And if I'm number one in your life, then you just did the very best thing you can do for any and everybody else in your life. If I'm not number one in your life, then all the other relationships you have will be tarnished. All the other relationships that you're a part of will be will be skewed. Everything else you're doing will be out of whack. It will be out of uh, place. It will be off course. It will be off kilter because there's no way for you to properly manage and handle those relationships in your life uh, without me being number one. If I'm not number one, then everything else will be skewed. Everything else will be out of line. Everything else will be out of order. You'll be worshiping where you shouldn't be worshiping. You'll be doing where you shouldn't be doing. You'll be tired where you should be resting. You'll be overextending where you shouldn't be overextending. It will all be out of whack if you don't have me number one. So when Jesus calls us to put him number one in such a way that we so prefer him that everything else falls way below him. He's first, second, and third. Everything else is a distant fourth. He's first, second, and third. Everything else is way down the line. When we do that, we by default have done the very best thing we can do for everybody else in our life. The best thing you can do for the people in your life is to put them in their proper place. And the only way to truly put them in their proper place is to put Jesus in his proper place as number one in your life. If that is not where your loyalty lie, it will always be wrong. Always be wrong. I, I tell people this and I know it throws people off, uh, but but I cannot love my wife better than I love God. And if I put my wife above God, I am actually detracting from the love that I can have for my wife. I've put her in a place that she can't sustain. I've put her in a position that she can't handle. I've put her at a place where her shoulders are not strong enough to carry the weight of being God. So she'll always disappoint me. I'll always be mad. I'll always be disappointed. I'll always be frustrated because I'm expecting something from her that only God can give me. And that's because I've put her in the wrong place. But if I put the almighty and the all-powerful in that place, he will never let me fall. He will never let me fail. He can handle it because he is God. And if I put him in that place, now I'm not expecting from my wife something that only God can give me. If I put him in that place, now I'm not expecting from my sons or, or, or my mom or my dad something that only God can give me. So the very best thing I can do for the people that I love is to keep Jesus number one, is to keep God first in my life because that will allow me to keep them in their proper place. I won't be looking to them for something that they can't provide for me. I want my wife to love me. I want her to respect me, but I don't want her to reverence me as God. God has to be first because I'm not strong enough to be God in her life. I can only be husband in her life. The very best thing we can do for people is put them in their proper place. I tell people this uh, all the time. Listen, you can't love people 
on this vertical realm on earth where we live better than you love God in the, uh, excuse me, you can't love people in this horizontal realm here on earth where we live better than you love God in the vertical realm. You have to have him number one and love him first and love him best. And then the best love for everybody else will flow out of that. That is so important. We cannot love anybody better than we love God. I don't care how much we think we are. I don't care how much effort we think we're putting into it. We are having a tarnished and diminished relationship with any and everybody that we have above God. If you are married and you have your uh, and you have your dad above your husband. You have a tarnished relationship with God. You have a tarnished relationship with your dad. You have a tarnished relationship with your husband. You have a tarnished relationship with your children. All of your relationships are tarnished because you have them out of order. The loyalties are misplaced. When God is first and you love him first, then because of his priorities, you put your spouse second. And because of those priorities, you put your children next. And everything else flows the proper way because our loyalties are in the right place. But when they're misplaced, no wonder your kid can go out there and do all kind of crazy stuff and you'll fight everybody else that, that he's fighting because he's wrong, but you'll fight everybody else because your loyalties are wrong. No wonder if, if your loyalty is to mom or dad and it's misplaced, they, no matter what they say, no matter what they do, you'll choose them over spouse because, uh, because your loyalties are misplaced. I'm telling you, this thing is so big and it's so huge and it's so personal. Because we feel indebted to people. Well, they were there for me when this happened and they were there for me here and they were there for me when that when I went through this and I went through that. Listen, I tell people all the time. People people did one or two things in your life. They did what God called them to do or they did what they wanted to do. If they did what God called them to do, then God is the one who will who will repay. If they did what they wanted to if they did what they wanted to do, then they did it out of their own free will. And if they did it to put you in their debt. They were wrong in the first place. They were doing it to manipulate you. They were doing it to hold you in their debt. They were doing it to hold over your head so that you could worship them. And I, nay, I say, I'm sorry. It's, that's not how it works. And my loyalty is to God. My loyalty is to Jesus. If you're calling in a favor because you did something for me, I apologize. You need to take that up with the Lord if he called you to do it. And if you did it so you can manipulate me down the line, then I'm not doing it anyway. We got to be so careful with this thing, man. I'm telling you, this is a very, very important thing. We can't love anybody better than we love God. And he knows that, which is why he says, put me first. Your loyalty starts and ends with me. And when you do it right with me, then it is proper with other people. If you, I, I, I'm going to say it because I love you. I, I, I tell, um, husband and wives all the time. Listen, you don't have to tell me anything about uh, your marriage, right? You, 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 don't, you don't have to tell me anything about it. I, I, or excuse me, you don't have to tell me anything about your relationship with God. You don't, you don't have to. I can see it in your relationship with your spouse because you can't love anybody better than you love God. And if, if your, your love with your spouse is off and crazy, that's telling me about your love with God. But when you love God, right, it'll show in your love with your spouse. 
It'll show in your love with your parents. It'll show in your love with, with your children. So I'm telling you, when Jesus says, you got you to gotta put me first, when he's saying, it's gotta, I got to be so far ahead of everybody else, that is that in comparison, it's like you hate everybody else. There's no question when I call. There's no question when I ask you to do something, even if it's contrary, even if it's contradictory to what mama, what daddy, what husband, what wife, what brother, what sister said, because I am calling, because it's my word, you choose me first, and that will benefit everybody else. It will absolutely benefit everybody else. This this whole idea with, uh, and it's becoming kind of rampant, you can see it uh, with, with parents and their children trying to relive their lives through their children, trying to, to, to build their children up to, to do something or be something because they might feel like they missed out on something. And then all of a sudden, their loyalty shifts from God to the child. And now their worship is to the child. Now they're holding the child up. They're doing all this for the child. And now the child can do no wrong. That's a bad, misplaced loyalty relationship. And it only hurts both the parent and the child. Loyalty has to be first to God and then the right relationship between the mom and the child, between the dad and the child, between the parent and the child will be allowed to flourish and take place. That might mean the child doesn't get some of the things they want. That might mean they don't get to do some of the things they want to do. That might mean me as a parent, I don't get to see certain things in them or them do some of the things that I wish they could do because I didn't get to do it. It might mean that before I try to give my child everything, that's not the goal. The goal is to give them Jesus. And the best thing I can do is to give them Jesus by not putting them a above Jesus, but, but by having it, my life aligned with him, having him in the right place. And when they see that, they'll realize that the best love I can give them is a love that flows from my relationship with God, my relationship with Christ, my loyalty to him. I'm telling you guys, man, this is so big. It's so huge. It's so important. We have to make sure that we do this right. The very best thing we can do for people is to put them in their place and to make sure that that place is not above the place we have God in. He has to be number one. Our loyalty has to be to him first. And then, man, we can rest. If people if people are frustrated or agitated or mad because we chose God over them, that's their problem. That's an issue they're going to have to get settled between them and God. That, that doesn't have anything to do with me. And I'll go this far because I don't think I'm going too far in saying this. I will go this far. I truly believe that when you keep God in the right place, when your loyalties lie with him above everybody else, I believe that the folks who are mad at you for doing so, that the folks that talk about you, that the folks that have all these other negative things because you put them in their place and you kept God first, I believe that your decision to do that will ultimately benefit them in such a way that they'll realize they need to do it too. In other words, one of your greatest tools to witness to others with is keeping God number one in your life. And, and keeping them in their right place. No, 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 son. This is not your place. That place is for my spouse. No, 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 mom. I'm sorry. I do love you. But that place is for my wife. No, 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 dad. I'm sorry. But but this is you, you're, you're stepping on my husband's shoe. No, no, my husband belongs in that place. I'm telling you, when you do that, all of a sudden they'll get down off their high horse. They'll get down off the throne thinking they're more than what they should be. And they'll fool around and find their proper place with the Lord and realize that he needs to be their number one. Because one thing that I, that, and I'm, I'm done here, I'm, I'm finished. But one thing that I found is sometimes there's this mutual worship 
or, or this mutual priority. Well, I want to make my kids priority because I want my kids to make me priority. I want to make my dad priority because I want my dad to make me priority. I want to make my mom priority because I want my mom to make me priority. And then you, you guys have this, I'm going to say it, this unholy, inappropriate relationship where you're worshiping each other when worship is only due to the Lord. And what God is saying is, no, 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 no. I made you the priority, so I need you to make me the priority. I made you the priority when I let them nail, put nails in my hands. I made you the priority when I let them press a crown of thorn on my head. I made you the priority when I went, uh, when I let them hang me on that cross. I made you the priority when I didn't get down, but instead died on that cross for you. I made you the priority, so I need you to make me the priority. And when you make me the priority and others see you making me the priority, they'll realize that I should be the priority in their life as well. I'm telling you, it will make a world of difference in your life and in the life of those you love. If you truly love them, the best thing you can do for them is to put them in their place. If you truly love them, the best loyalty you can demonstrate to them is by your loyalty to Jesus Christ. It is by your loyalty to God. When you do that, man, everything else will fall in place and they will get the blessings that they're supposed to get. Because you decided that you weren't ultimately responsible for blessing them, but instead your loyalties are with God and God is responsible for blessing them. I'm telling you, man, if we do this, if we get this right, it can be hard and difficult sometimes because you love mom or you love dad or you love brother or sister, you love children, all of that stuff. It can be difficult sometimes, but when we get it right, when we do it right, when we keep God number one, when we keep Jesus the priority, it makes all the difference in our lives. And in the lives of our loved ones, man, we got to do it, man. Look, I pray that something was said today. That'll be a blessing to you. I know that sometimes these truths can be triggering, but I'm telling you, man, if we apply them to our life, we will truly be set free. We'll get the freedom we deserve. We'll get the peace we deserve. We'll get the rest in God, in Jesus that we deserve. And he'll make all the difference in our lives. Look, apply these truths, man. Really pray about them. Uh, take them to the Lord and allow him to deal with your heart. Show you where maybe you've put people in the right place and ask him to help you put people in their proper place. And he's going to start by getting you to put him in his proper place. Again, I pray that something has been said that'll be a blessing to you. If we can be a blessing to you any kind of way, don't hesitate to reach out to us. Go to uniquelifechurch.org uh, and reach out to us there. You can communicate to us uh, with us through uh, the website and the page there. If God has laid on your heart to be a blessing to our church, man, uh, I just believe that uh, he'll bless you real, real good uh, if you're obedient to, to do just that. There's uh, areas where you can do that on the website as well. Uh, and certainly reach out to us and let us know how we can be a blessing to you, how we can talk about topics that are relevant to your everyday life so we can continue to bring uh, practical teachings to you as you live this Christian journey. Again, I'm thinking about you. I'm praying for you. Until next time, God bless you. God keep you. And I love you.